So today is today is Wednesday afternoon and I have um, a guest with me, which I've been quite excited about. What I'm trying to say is that I've chosen my guest very specifically. I think you are probably quite an important, I should call you the Honourable Paul Valrang, first of all, which I find very weird because they're amigo mío y eso de Honourable but you are. I find it weird to be to be Called. told that. Do, do I mean, people I, call you the honourable? No, they may do officially, but but really, and, I, where, and where I come from and at home, <laughs> you, you know, we, 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 what, you? what does yeah, that mean? Where I come, I mean, my background <laughs> okay. and, and home and my, and my upbringing, no, has always been very normal. Yeah, and but honourable. Bueno, no? it, it has been an honourable bueno, background. Pues been an educated background, no. Con, Pero que for us, nosotros en, en casa, we always said the moment that we that I won the election, that the government won the election, the GSLP, we said nothing's going to change, nothing can change because we want to live our lives that we've always lived our lives with our children and give them the values. Yeah. No pompousness, no sintonteria. What uh, we want is to live our lives as as we've always lived. You can say that about you guys, about your family. Would you say in general it hasn't affected some people, some other people? I mean, everyone takes it eh? as they wish I themselves. Can't. I mean, there are people, you know, who who win a lottery and it, it changes them. Yeah. And they're no longer the same person. So really, yeah. I, I think you've got to be who you are. And I think, you know, nothing should change a person. I don't think I have you've changed. changed. But also we go back because we studied at the same university, in, although you're a bit younger than I am. Are I you? was one year below you. That's right. Um, but uh, I remember. I think I was one. Perhaps I might have even have been. I'm two 52 years, now. And I'm 51. So you're a so year younger. younger. I repeated a year. So I went to. Oh. In those days, it was Oxford Polytechnic. That's right. So and it we was. We were very proud. I mean, that didn't change us either. The fact that we graduated from. That we, was. We a, applied to a polytechnic and we graduated from university. I was very proud. And it had a very good name, I think. Well, it did it in those did. days. I mean, what, what, you did die, dietitian, no? You did your... That, I, I, in fact, when I went to apply for my second um, degree, was uh, there were a number of choices, and the best for what I studied was King's College, University of London. And coming from a polytechnic, I thought, well, it's going to be hard to get there, in there, no? Um, in fact, in those days, it was funny, but being, being male helped me because dietetics is a very female-orientated um, profession, no? So, and career. And in fact, there were 108 applicants, I remember, and, and I applied. And I got a letter from the university telling me, look, you've been shortlisted. And I said, look, wow. I said, forget it, forget it really, because I've got a place in Leeds. I've got a place in uh, another place. I said, unless I'm really high up on the list. Yeah. Um, and he said, you're next on. So I knew I was 19th. And the moment that somebody dropped out, I was immediately, within so a week. I was this going. is your second degree. Dietetics. So you- I, my first degree was, was nutrition and food ah. science. And then I went for the for the professional qualification of a dietitian. And so you did that in London. In you see, I don't know that. University of London, yeah. In fact, when I went to Oxford Brooks, I knew no one. I I, I didn't know who one. was there. I never bothered asking. And all of a sudden, I came back from from, from one of the first days. And it was it was a freshers' week, <laughs> and I felt quite alone, really. No, and, yeah. and I had to meet force myself to meet people. No, and there was this note underneath the door saying, "Hi, it's Brian. I'm in such such a room." So he knew uh, he knew well, you were there. He knew I was there. But I didn't know who he was. Oh. I didn't know he was ah, brought. I didn't know. I just saw Brian. I didn't. Ah, I saw okay. the name Brian. So I, I went down the corridor, knocked on his door, and the moment I said, "Brian," I'm going to repeat the word I said. Mm. I said, "Brian," and um, and his dad was behind. I thought, "Oh, how embarrassing!" I just <laughs> said something I shouldn't have said. But it was so um, the elation of seeing Brian there because he was oh, a somebody familiar, from home, a familiar face. Mm. And in fact, we went out for a couple of nights, and then that was enough. Because he was what in the same halls of residence as you? Yeah, he was the same in the in same Cheney. corridor in Cheney Cheney Hall. Yeah. I remember going yeah. to your room. I remember yeah. all that. 
And with Brian hanging yeah. out. We we were, with Brian, we went on a couple of nights and then he made his group of friends. It's what we needed to, because I think if you stick to, to Gibraltarians while you're in England, I think you miss out on, on certain aspects of university. So we, I think we helped each other through the first few days. Yes. And then he found his friends and I found my niche and we, and we both. And you did your. And we did it retrospectively. You love it and you always have fond memories. And I think you tell, that's what you need to tell everyone around you because there are tough times. There are times when oh, yeah. you, you miss your parents, you miss home, you miss. Um, but you you get on with it. My course was so was so difficult. There was because I had we used to say in those days um, these courses which were literally ten hours a week, mm. uh, and and they studied. And you said they never in university they had a lot of time for sports, a lot of time for. And did you do? Did you do? Mine was mine was. Con- I used to, sometimes you finished my lectures at nine o'clock at night because Oof. it was extremely. It was it was something like Intense. 30, 35 hours a week. So it was very 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 tough. But that kept me very very busy and, and occupied. And yeah. I rode as well. I, that's what I was going to. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think I you rode I for think, a while as well. No, no I didn't row, but mm. I used to hang out with people who rode. And I think mm. I remember going to see you row somewhere along the line. Yeah, because we, we actually rode in, in what, ISIS, which is the, the high, ISIS. High part of the yes. tennis. And in fact, we actually won, my, my squad won the Oriel Regatta. Ah. And, and so then we became sort of seniors in that respect. But... Ah. We did the Kingston Head of the River. We did um, yeah, such a, great... a, a few different regattas and stuff. And and but I, after that, I lived in Cricket Road. Cricket oh, Road Cricket was Road. off Cowley Road as well. That's right. Um, it was a great area. But I've gone back. Oh, I went back with my family to did take you? them back on a nostalgic to holiday. To show them the... And I and? couldn't recognise the place. I didn't. Rec- I just didn't know where I was. Did you ever go to Club Latino in St. Clement's? There was a there was a club there called Club Latino that Antonio Pagnole. No. We used to go all the time. Do you ever remember that? No, no. I remember Jamaican. There was a Jamaican restaurant. Ah, the restaurant. Jamaican restaurant, the Jamaican pepper pot in the Cowley yeah, Road. And there used to be f- yes. uh, fresh fruit, but fresh fruits, and it was yes, there. it yes. was an invitation to treat because you didn't. Uh, but if you if you had one, you, 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 you had to get pay for it. No, um, so I remember that. I remember there was some there were some nightclubs which looked like more like halls on mm. the first floor of Cowley Road. Um, but I wasn't into I wasn't into the, the clubbing into the scene. I, I was. Mm. Because you, I got into rowing. Uh, the first year was to... was it was training six days a week, Oof, and yeah. and we had to wake up early in the morning. Was rowing the river at six in the morning. The, oh, the you smoke, did all that. yeah, the smoke. You, you should be in the river in the morning, and the you, I don't, it's not smoke. It's the um, uh, the mist, the mist, the, the, the cold. Yes, and your hands were like around wrapped around the wooden oars. Yeah, and, so you couldn't get drunk the night before. Wait, I'm sure you don't miss that, no. Well, I still got pictures of me rowing with my long hair. You see, now I have a long beard. I remember I long the long hair. hair. Now you've got a beard. Yeah, well, I'm going to talk to you about the beard one, later. On one of the in one of the terms, it was eleven weeks. I decided to leave my let my beard go um, wild for eleven weeks. When I came back, my granny started crying when she met me at the airport. She, didn't, <laughs> she couldn't even recognise me. Uh, I think I think it was mainly I think it was the willing the wish to shock people. I think you you were away for so long that you came back and you wanted to make that statement. Like you know, I suppose. So that wasn't good. We haven't been back. I suppose Chinese. I go there. Chinese gone. Cheney's not there it's anymore. Gone. I went back to Cheney and, yeah. and I said, I'm in the wrong place. So I looked back. What have they built there instead? The halls of residence. But, it's called something but, else. Yeah, but it's modern, it's different. I, but it's changed, it's tra- changed, changed a lot. tremendously. When were you there last? When I was like a quite f- a long time it ago. A few, it was when I, some years back I went back ah. to visit. But uh, it was quite a number of years ago now. Before the fire in the hotel. I think the year before the fire. Which fire? There was a fire this, this very nice hotel. Ah, in the... Oh, what was it called? Because of expensive. Opposite the opposite the Ashmolean Museum. I think the Randolph. The Randolph. The Randolph. So tell me something, Vale. Talking about Oxford, because I've got lots of questions that I want to ask you. You came back to Jib, and then you became a taxi driver. No, oh, that was a long time afterwards. 
But, so what did you do, the dietitian before the taxi? See, see, I came back in 1994. It was January 1994. Yeah. Um, and those days... When I came back, there wasn't a position for a dietitian. In fact, they had already contracted a, a, a British and English dietitian for a contract of three years. What, in the GHA? In the GHA. And okay, a, and, and that's a, what you wanted to do. Yeah, you wanted a, to get into the I GHA. I studied specifically. I, yeah. I chose my career path very carefully because I knew I liked, I liked sciences. I knew I liked biology and chemistry, but I just didn't know what to do. And I knew I wouldn't be able to do anything in pure biology, pure chemistry, because I knew I wanted to come back home. Yeah. So um, I, I saw what my options were, and I thought dietetics. I thought there's never been a Gibraltarian dietitian. So that's what I did. And when I came and back, it was quite, it, I was quite, you know, um, disheartened that they hadn't really, in fact, the Department of Education hadn't spoken to the GHA in those days, the Department of mm. Health, you know, and said, look, there's someone coming back. So if you're going to contract someone, contract them for less amount of time. So I found myself, you know, without a job for a long time. And the advice given to me at the time was go back in England, start and get, gain experience. And I thought, I'm not going to go back. I've been there for five years already. I want to come home. Yeah. So that's when I joined Reggie Valerino and I went to the International Health Clinic um, and I worked with them for a, for a while. For, well, I, I worked for them, uh, it was just a day, a week. Um, and uh, and, and you've got lots time, of people to lose weight, I remember. Yeah, but initially it was tough because it was the first the first years was, was impossible. Um, and I worked as a driving instructor um, and in the as, summer... As well? Yeah, I was a driving what, to supplement instructor. your income. Yeah, I used to, I used to take pictures. I used to take, I used to take pictures for wow. weddings. I used to take pictures. Really? Yeah, I used to. I didn't to, know I, you were never. I I mean, I always worked. Um, I never asked dad for anything at all. I found my you, I you found were, my way. Yeah. Um, I was and before I was I a didn't. shelf filler and I did what I had to do. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, whatever I had to do. So yeah. slowly, slowly, the clinic started building up, um, and then I was offered a job in the hospital as a health promotion officer. Oh, yeah. And that was for, for about a year, a year and a half. It wasn't, my heart wasn't there, it wasn't what I wanted to do. But, um, mm. Although I, I am very keen on health promotion. Yeah. Um, but it was a very, in those days, it was a lonely job. There was no hierarchy. It was just a, in fact, I think the government at the time, the government at the time wanted to start a department, but they didn't have anyone and said, let's just start start it with him. No, And, mm. and so I sat there, in fact, in an office in, in, the, in the city hall with the environmental office uh, monitors. So I was just sitting there on my Boring. own. There was, there was no one there to tell me yeah. what to do. And no, when there was a diabetic day, I'd go and put a chair down and put some brochures out. And it was really, it was, it was terrible. So eventually I just, I just gave up and I, but I kept on doing my clinic on the side. Mm. Um, and in those days, there was a lot of competition in Spain with, I remember Pluma. I remember. Pluma. I remember. I think I even went to Bloomer. Everybody wanted to lose weight yeah. magically, you know? Yeah. So, but I stood my ground and eventually, you know, they, these people, these doctors giving pills, got themselves into trouble. They disappeared and that's when I boomed. So I, I was... Because I, you were doing it in Blanc Healthy. It was all healthy eating, so... Healthy it, eating it, and it, exercise. Yeah, it was yeah. with Reggie. And then um, after that, I um, we had, had the issue with Reggie. I, I worked with Charles Dinal for a bit. Um, and then I decided to open my own clinic. So I opened up my own clinic in, in, in Marina Bay. And I did extremely okay. well. I, I, I was working some days 12 hours a day. And it was patients back to front. It was it was okay. so so good, but it was exhausting. It was too much. Mm. It was it burnt me out, no. Mm. And then I opened a little as on the side a little takeaway oh, um, for really? healthy foods. It was more of a, of a, of here. a what of was a it lunch. called? It's called Mills in in on, on um, City Mill Lane. Yeah, and it didn't last long because it was again it was, it was too much to handle. It was we had there was there were three partners then, um, and yeah. we we sold healthy sandwiches and healthy stuff to complement. Yes, what, what I you were did doing as, yeah, as yeah, dietitian. Yeah. So what? So 
but it was it was it was uh, too much in that respect. And then eventually, you know, something happened when the, the doctors started coming back with other sorts of pills and potions, and 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 that's and when that's when I just I had to you know do something else to yeah. supplement what I was doing. No, so that's when I I got involved as a taxi driver. I became the secretary of the taxi association. And how so, did you get involved with that? Did you have connections there? No, or? Well, my one of my neighbors, one of my neighbors yeah. had a license, and I, and I was at the time I was struggling. I was it was it wasn't uh, by then my first daughter was born, um, mm. and my. My partner at the time, you know, was working, and what happened was that that she, uh, we had we had the you child, had to... and she she had this her three months maternity. She works in the private sector, and then she had to go back to work, and she went back to work, and she was very unhappy. And my my Julienne, you know, every time she she fell or she hurt herself, it was daddy because I used to you know get her ready. I used to, if I had clinics, I take her to my mum in laws. So I was with her all day long. In fact, I I went to do my meetings. She was such didn't, a good girl. Didn't know anything. A baby, and wow. I'd take her to the to meetings with me, and she was with me all the time. She was like, we were like, this is your eldest daughter. Yeah. Wow. Eldest, so I, you're I, very close to her. Very close, yeah. Um, and, and still, you're still very close. See, to her. we're still. I'm as, I'm close with all my with all, all my them. children. We have something. I have little relationships with, mm. with all of them, different relationships, no. Mm. So, um, and you know, so Gina was like, she just couldn't. She as a mum, she couldn't. Mm. You know, she was she was struggling in that respect, and she said, "Look, I really want, don't want to work. I want to spend more time." And I said, "Look, go for it. I mean, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. We're going to do our best. We're going to we'll do what we can, and, and we get on with it." No, and it was there were tough times. I mean, we, we we were lucky enough that we had a, a flat which we rented that was um, pretty cheap. Yes, um, and I and I, I said I I I did I worked the tax. My next door neighbor said, "Be my second driver," so, so that would, so that was supplement what I had, and so it was and that it was, was quite fun. I suppose. Well, it was it was fun. It was a lot of hard work as well. I mean, it was yeah. hard work because the amount of hours that you had to put into it was huge. Yeah, you couldn't do rock tours as your second driver, so there wasn't that lucrative, okay. you know, um, yeah. spin mm. of going up the rock with people. And um, mm. that's where you make more money. You know, it was more like having to you know shuttle people back and forth, and you'd make on a fare it was two pounds forty, three pounds. Yeah. but if you stood there and, and and you went down on a Friday night and you stayed there till seven in the morning, sleeping uh, and, and you know, so it was Friday and Saturday, you had to make hay while the sunshine. And um, and you know at, at least you made you made some money and then summer would come all the drivers were doing rock tours and there was a lot of work on, in town and mm. again the nights would, would would help out a lot so that with the clinic so there was, oh, we just you, we, you we, just worked we a lot did what we had to do and, to that, do. Was, and that was it no and then when did you get the the politics bug well I I um, met. You know, Joe Vosano many years ago, I was always very, very interested. I think with him, he was a very, mm. he was very magnetic. He was a, mm. had a magnetic character, no? and, and there's something about him that attracts his way of being. No? And as and I got especially close to him as a taxi driver because um, I would, you know, I became a member of the of the executive. Yes. I, I was, you know, I I showed an interest in the party. I was taken in. I was I became an executive member. Yeah. Um, and I. Used to pick him up in the mornings and take him to work so I so <laughs> okay, in a taxi so, so, and you just like listening to him so yeah, we just I just pick him up interesting, from home interesting, I, right? I take him down to Water Gardens and on the way down there we just chat and he would talk to me about everything from astrology because he loves astrology it does he really astronomy he's an, very, yeah I mean and he can cook do you see the program yes yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we talk about everything and about politics and about everything and he, and he was just you know I, I just mm. learned a lot from him and then it was in 2007 in those days 2007 the clinic was doing quite well, had a lot of followers, you know, in, in that respect. And I was asked, I was you were asked quite to a popular, 
yeah, yeah, yeah was, person. I mean, and personable as well. I mean, yeah, yeah. It was it was it was good. So many people you, knew me, and and again, and I was I was asked, do you want to you know stand up for the lineup? And I said, yeah, fine, good. I'll, I'll it was something I, I was quite nervous. I never mm. thought I would do that. Um, support really? the party definitely, be part of the yes. party. And but you didn't think you'd involved. stand up for I, an election? I, I didn't. I mean, it was something which I which I thought about, but it wasn't something. It's yeah. something you think about, but but it doesn't. It didn't happen. Yeah. So when and I'm a bit, I'm a bit impulsive when I'm told, mm. um, do you want to? I just go yes, mm. and then I think, oh God, what have I got myself into? Can I cope with this? Can I? It's been, no, but it, I think it's going to the public eye. It's been there out there. It's difficult living mm. a public life. Mm. It's very difficult. It's quite a big give up with, with the, the family. Children. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It is a big give up. Yeah. Is that's what people don't don't understand? I think the I think the key to everything is respect. I mean, to be there is is hard enough, no? And and okay, you may have your way of thinking or your way mm. of, of doing things, and you either you either you have you have to respect it. You might not agree with it, or you or you might agree with it, mm. but you have to respect it. And if you're not happy with that, well, you, you, there's options in politics. You can opt for for other other ways, no? Mm. So uh, is it difficult to have to? Th- because you're in a party, so you're all meant to be singing from the same hymn sheet. So I don't know what ideas that you have for different things. Is that difficult when you're, you know, to be to be thinking on the same hymn sheet as everybody else? I mean, surely you have differences of opinions, and but you all have to like come from the same place. Isn't that a bit difficult? Well, the the main policies are the same. I mean, what you are... So you a, all think you, the same kind of fundamentals? Yeah, the fundamentals are the same. The social, okay. it's, it's socialism, it's wanting to, you know, share things out, it's wanting yeah. to give things to people that may, may not be as, as fortunate as you, it's yeah. it's education, it's providing people the opportunities. Yeah. So socialist government, um, we're very, very, uh, for us, education is extremely important. Everyone, mm. and we took away the point system. Yeah. So because of, of the GSRP in those days, everyone can go to study. It's not just, it was, in those days, it was for certain people who could afford it yeah. um, and who are uh, very, very bright. Mm-hmm. There was a point system, no? Uh, fast housing as well, the opportunities for, for affordable homes mm-hmm. and everyone has a right to you know, find their own way. So that is, I think that is, it, that we're all mm. singing from the same and our, and our views on on foreign policy or on, you know, we, we don't, we want, are not prepared to give away anything which is our land to, so, so, but then other than that, we have, we have, um, I have my views, and my views might, in other things might not be the same as others. I'm, yeah, and how you do know. you resolve your your like when you have like an not an argument? I don't know if you do, but when you when you differ from somebody else's opinion, how do you okay. resolve? Like, well, I th- I think that the different ministers fall into the niches, no, and and they so the education, the education minister, mm. he becomes sort of an expert in education, even though he's not a qualified um, mm. educationist, no, and 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 I think I my background was health, so I always thought I would become everyone yep. thought I would become the minister for health. Had I become yep. the minister for health back then in two thousand eleven, then things would have been very different for me, because I would have gone home. In yeah. that respect, going back to what I what I was used to, no. Mm-hmm. But because I went into transport and traffic and technical services, uh, something which I knew little about in certain respects, but knew quite a lot about because of because of being, had been a taxi driver and yes. a driving instructor. You I know about- I have this ability of closing my eyes and look seeing the roads, and I can see mm-hmm. you know, and I can see how things work and what I want to do and what I don't want to do. So I can plan it all out without being there, no. So yeah. so I I became very passionate about about transport, and and I have evolved as a person because back back in 2011, I, I didn't cycle. I cycled in Oxford. You know, I, we had yes, bicycles. Yes, so did I. Yeah, but and that's I, why I'm, I'm passionate about cycling yeah, as well. When I came back, that was, it was, it. It was I, impossible. I, did, I came back into the system. 
which is we yeah. drive everywhere, and yes. I fell into that system. Yeah. Um, and then when I came back after after, and then after that I became, I started cycling again. Yeah. Um, and because you cycled, obviously you cycled in Oxford. Is that where you got the bug of cycling? Well, I've always, uh, well, I, I suppose that is where I think, because everyone cycled, I think you had to cycle. It was a yeah. great thing to do. And I, I, and I guess I it goes to, with your dietitian, thinking yeah, of being healthy, you're yeah. telling people to get out there. I used there. to row in the river, so I, I used yeah. to cycle to the river. In yes, fact, exactly. My, That's what I used yeah, to do. Yeah. I used to watch it. Like, yeah, I, I do that now in the Moise, when the, my kids both row, mm -hmm. I go up and down the Moise. That's right. Yeah, my, my bicycle, the bicycle I used in Oxford was my sister's bicycle. It was a, it was a, in inverted oh. commas, the girly bicycle with the bars coming oh, with the down. Bar down. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I wasn't going to buy a bicycle. I, I thought I'll, <clears> I'll, I'll take it. it was, and it was small for me because she was a small build. Yeah. She had this very, very small bicycle. And, and I said to my mom, I'm taking it with me to Oxford. Ah, you took it with you from I took here? It on the airplane. Oh my God. So it was a nightmare. Local, you could have got one there. I, but yeah, but I, I didn't know why I just took it from here. I yeah. guess in those days, I wanted a very tight budget. I didn't want to ask that for much. I just, yeah, I just yeah, went yeah. for it, you know? So uh, I took it from here. And, and that's the bike you used. But when I got there, I had a massive problem because when I got to London on the bicycle, I couldn't get on the, I couldn't get on the bus because the bicycle wouldn't be allowed on the bus. And I, the Oxford. And I couldn't get it on the train either because in yeah. those days, how things have changed. You couldn't get a bicycle on a train. It was not allowed. Now, see, now so you after, and, and I was stuck there. I had my, I had the, my sister's bicycle. I had my luggage. So I what didn't did know you what do? To do. So eventually, just sitting in this train station, said, look, what we can do is put you in the luggage area. So the train oh. had the luggage where the, where the mail used to go. She had the mail and the baggage. <laughs> Um, and they put me in there and, and I said, well, fine. So it was a two hour you know, train, train ride, ride in the luggage. Oxford. And luckily enough, inside mm. that, which again, you think about it now, it's totally unacceptable. It would, Absolutely. they would, they would completely go mad. I had the company. Health and safety the and all the things. of huh? a, um, I don't we call it mm. paraplegic or tetraplegic. There was a, there was a gentleman there. Who, a wheelchair. Who, who, with a wheelchair who would, was painting literally he had he could just use his hands to move this electric thing um wheelchair yeah, yeah. but he used to paint with his mouth and, and he, he happened to be in, in that there. carriage he was with in you? the luggage compartment with you with bags and the bike with bags and i was there and there was no chair for me either so i was sitting on the floor with my bicycle propped up against the the baggage and there was this gentleman there and we spoke all the way um, to Oxford. Did you still keep up with him? No, it was. It, I, it, I don't. Um, again, it was. It was just someone I, I I met on the way. It was just a. I mean, I think he came out halfway. He didn't go yeah. way to Oxford. But okay, you, wow. you go show how how the world has changed. I yeah, mean, how, how now equality, accessibility, you can take your bike accessibility, anywhere. but accessibility for yes. a person with and disabled disability and everything. I know to be thrown know. in with the bags. I know. I know. I mean, it was crazy. Hi. It's Hex Algada from Fitness TMB. We work with men and women over 40 to get fit, lose fat, get energized and develop a powerful mindset. You can accomplish this by implementing significant changes in your habits and routines, such as optimizing nutrition and mastering your sleep. I have created for the over 40s the RRE method, recondition, recharge and energize. It's a 13-week program that will enable you to find gratification in your fitness journey, as well as positively shifting your mindset and well-being. You can get in touch at heck at fitnesstmb.com or visit fitnesstmb.com. So now you're the Minister for Transport here in yeah. Jib. You've got your work cut out for you. Mm -hmm. No? Well, it's the, the, my biggest problem is trying to convince the people that see. I think people misunderstand what I want to achieve. Yeah. 
And I'm very, I'm very, I try to be active on Twitter because what I'm trying okay. to do on Twitter is I'm just trying to keep that worm alive. Okay, worm about just, cycling? It, yes, it's, it yeah. is, it's something that I, that I do just to keep the discussion going because I think that's how you raise awareness by people interacting with each other. Yeah. At the moment, unfortunately, it's mainly those that don't really want to cycle and people that are anti and... and people and, in Jib don't want to cycle, no? Generally... There's quite a lot yeah, there's a lot of, do. There's a lot of people who cycle as a sport. Yeah, they wear all the gear and they go off to Spain. So they dress yeah, up, yeah, yeah. they lycra clad, yeah. and Lycras, they cycle yeah. to Spain, yeah. and they cycle to Spain, and they come back, and then they park the bikes and they drive to work. Yes, why? See, I, what I do, see, I'm not, a, I'm not a sports cyclist, although I get my Brompton and I cycle up to the Castillo de, de Catilla. In so your do, little Brompton. Oh, 45 kilometers. The one that up, folds down. That's right, all up to the top of the hill. With those little wheels. Yep, all the way. I, I, I've, I've cycled from Barcelona to Mataro. What? In I've, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I've done, I've, I do everything with and that. Do you have lots of gears? Well, it's got a Stami Archer three gear hub and it's got a high and low per here because there's six gears. But I just, and for me, d- but for me, it's a touring thing. Yes. I've got my bag on the bike. Yes. I've got my bag perhaps on the back, on the back of the bike as well. And I just go for the, just, just to see. And the beauty of my bag is I fold, I mean, it comes with me everywhere. So I don't have mm. to have a lock. I'd have to be worried if it rains. Yeah, yeah. It's going to get stolen. It comes with me, with me everywhere. So. Or what know, are you trying to get? People to do the same as you? No, what I'm trying, what, what, what I would like to, to see, what I'm trying to do is, is, is um, if we have a climate emergency, if everyone is saying that the world is is coming well, it, what's happened to I the think world. It, uh, we are, I think deep down everybody understands this yeah our pollution levels our, our air quality in Gibraltar it's terrible it's, it's you know so what we, what I'm saying is pedestrians have pavements yeah cars have roads yeah people have free bus service people have taxis so and you have your private car but what you don't have is equality for, bi- for cyclists. So what I'm saying, okay. what my aim is to provide segregated bicycle routes, make mm. our roads safer, mm. so people have the option. It doesn't mean you have to cycle. Mm. It means that if you want to try cycling, you, you can. can do so safely. If you okay. want your kids to go to school because they ask to go to school on a bicycle, you will say, fine, I'm happy I'm happy for you to go go there. Mm. So by, by providing segregated bicycle lanes, by providing um, proficiency, Tuition, so mm. that people know, you know, how to respond in on roads. But none of that, none of that, is that happening at the moment? Because I remember trying to get my kids to do a cycling proficiency with the RGP, and every time I called, it was full up, full up. They have mm. like two or three little things in the summer, and then it's full up. But I think, I think maybe in schools they should do offer something. Well, the cycling proficiency with the RGP cycling proficiency has been there for, for, for as far as. I but remember. they only have little groups yeah, in the summer. I did it with them back yeah. in 1970. I mean, it's a, it's a brilliant idea because really kids should know how. Yeah. But the problem was, Michelle, that I took the initiative of because the proficiency course was something which took 11 weeks yeah um, it was a it was quite a tedious course you had to be committed for 11 weeks uh, and what I did is I created by, with a company called Bikeability in England we mm. did a, a proper a very good course I trained six people in Gibraltar to become instructors and we created this um, cycling proficiency course called Pedal Ready and it's, and it's on the back of of bikeability, which is a, it's a reputable um, organization, yeah. which is linked to the Department for Transport. And so what happened all, to that? Well, what happened? Well, the, the it was started. Yeah. But then after that, it just that. it just you know. I remember the it, ready bike. It died down. That you had remember, it? remember that I in 2019 when we won the third election. Yeah. I became the minister for health. 
Yeah. So I, I left transport for two years. You did. So during that time, pedal ready, you know, for some reason it just sort of fizzled, out. fizzled out. So now what I'm trying to do is, is get it back um, mm. to, back on, on online again. Mm. So our target now, my target now is the summer sports. Okay. So my, that's, that's my aim. So for this summer sports in June, in July, August, I'm going to have one big proficiency course. That's what my, I'm aiming for. That's what so you need to do. So once I yes, do that, good idea. then I'm hoping that, that will be what mm. we need to be able to get back into the schools again. But remember one thing that you, um, I need to find instructors that are willing to support the scheme because we can't pay. This is not a job. I cannot, I cannot be paying people to come. So like in the old days before the GFA became, you know, Club 54 yeah. uh, in UEFA, no? yeah. um, everyone used to go down to, to, to with their kids and give up their time. It was more of a, a social thing. Yeah. And everybody did it because like they loved the sport. Yeah. Now now it's become more of a business. It's become more of a you know, the football itself. People expect itself. to get paid for doing Yes. And, and, and I think now yeah. what I'm trying to do, especially with people like community, care people who are doing community care some have said look I'll do it so mm. I'm trying to get some people who want to do and there's plenty of people who are so passionate about cycling as a way of, of moving that I'm hoping that I'm going to bring them on board once yeah. I have enough people then I can start the ball rolling I don't want to yeah. press the button because once I, I re-engage pedal ready I've got to make sure that it works yes because if it doesn't so do, work yeah. and, and, and it's, what and about it the ready bikes with that, that that's, ready bikes was why again, didn't that work Ready bikes. We've got the infrastructure there yeah, and the, and the, and the bikes, areas around gym. Again, I, I left Ready Bikes in 2019 before the election. Ready Bikes was working. And then during the two years that I was away, Ready mm. Bikes uh, collapsed. And I think, in all fairness, technology changes. Yeah. So, for example, just like we had GB Bikes, which is the previous government's yeah. um, initiative, GB Bikes died they got rusty well, they became because yeah. that is a good idea and and in, in london and other places i've seen that in, in the summer we went to cordova and around spain and they have that you can mm. get on you know you, you do it on the app there's an app yeah and we have the same thing we had the same thing it was an app but it was the problem with with the what we did with with our um ready bikes mm. was that you couldn't go with the credit card and pay as and when, like you do in London with the yeah. Boris Bikes. Boris Bikes, you go, you pay, you use it, and that's it. Hmm. Anyone can do it. He used to become a member of the club. Hmm. So you had to you had to have, have 4G, you had to log into the... And it was a nightmare. Hmm. And the te so the technology wasn't hmm. really up, up to, to scratch. Now, now it things is. have changed. Yeah, 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 now, yeah. now it is. Now things... But, but now, where we are at the moment, so now I, I wouldn't... I won't bring back um, ready bikes. The technology is, is not up to, as as it should be today. So, but there have there are two companies that have shown interest of coming to Gibraltar themselves and funding it themselves okay. and doing it as a, well, as a private. Be... And these are electric bikes. And these electric bikes, you can you can leave them wherever you want to, and uh, you know it's it's the so that, more flexible. So that's one thing that you think. Um you could see in Jib to make things more pedestrian, more cycle-friendly. But not without the infrastructure. Okay. See, I, well, I, if you don't have... When you ask people why don't they cycle in Gibraltar, the most common reply is, I'm, I'm scared. I'm, I don't like the roads. I'm, our roads are dangerous. I feel insecure. And how do you... How do you yeah, how do you put a cycle lane in... I mean, you try, we try, you tried along Main Street to well, do a cycle lane... Well, and then was, down Irish Town. Well, that um, and that I love that. VJ VJ Minisanyani, he he embarked on this very brave project. Yes, I think, uh, many but a lot people, of people said they didn't want. Many people yeah. doubted this is a mistake. I cannot say it's a mistake, even though I I wasn't involved in it. Yeah. I think. It just needed tweaking, but I think it was a very brave and very good thing to trial. And it's a shame that that the pressure, um, because because it was a car lobby. Because on a Monday morning, the the, the line wall was shut for one one way. No, but or people, no, could, see, but people I, couldn't take I, that. 
People, the, the I didn't mind that as a as a resident of Main Street. I was we were all for it. Yeah, I but think I think it, very few people were for it. It could have. Could, very, when you say very few people, because oh. again, because the people that want to keep quiet. I, I think that I think it depends on. It's like a balance. If you get a lot, of, if, if what you hear is a lot of people complaining, yeah. um, you, you go to analyze. You know the depth of that of that feeling because many people who are happy with it may not may not say anything. May, will not, will so not. that's what you, you want people to come to what to tell you what they think or to no, give I, you ideas. I, or, I, no, no, I think people if if people on the quiet, many I get, I get support. Yeah, on the quiet, people come to me and say, "Oh, um, you know, they're in, they show interest when they see me cycling and they ask questions." Yeah, and yeah. They, oh, I really like to do what you do. I think what you do is great. They say, "But I, I, I don't, I'm not happy. I'm not confident. I, I, if you do cycling, I'll do it." Um, but again, but so what? When I when I come out publicly and when I say things, you know. Mm. Try to encourage people to cycle. Mm. You know, many times I look back and I'm alone. I don't seem as if anybody's following me. So if if people if people they need want to something, get involved. They need. Then you say we want. They need we, to speak up. Absolutely, I think that is. I think that Twitter. They can tweet you. They can tweet me. They can tweet about. I mean, I, I tweet a lot. Yeah, um, I haven't. I, I'm not so big on Twitter, but no, I'm going to make more I, of an effort. I, I tweet a lot because what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to raise awareness. That's yeah. what I'm trying to do. Oh, I was, was going to ask you. That's my next question. What 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 is good for? What do you want for Jib? What what are you trying to achieve at the moment that you're in government with the future for? cyclists for just transport yeah. in general in jib at the moment i think we there's many things i want to do um because we want to go with the, uh, we want to go electric with the buses yeah. we're in a very bad time at the moment because we've been unlucky we've had covid yeah. and you know things are tough now things are not what they used to be so okay. now we have limited budgets and we have to see what we what we want to do okay. and the way i see things is that okay we don't have electric buses we have very good diesel buses they're still very very good mm. they are euro 6 plus they are very their emissions are extremely low uh, and, and they're very very good the government hmm. buses not very very good yeah. so we have the we have buses we have pavements we have mm -hmm. um, all this infrastructure but, but we don't have segregated safe cycling infrastructure so that's what i want to do what i want to do is provide the alternative and how do you do that what do you need to do to do that? Well, you need to find space to, to actually... It's there's really a number, hard. That's no, it's like not a, as hard as it looks. Because really? There's, there's a number of things you can do. There are certain roads where you just cannot no. fit a bicycle in. Yeah. So what you do, you need to slow down the traffic. Okay. So, or what about reducing the amount of cars people have? Well, you can. That is a, a more heavy-handed That would be approach. my ideal yeah, solution. But, but again, that... If, but what, people would put have a fit I mean, if, if you tell them, that, you can only buy two cars per family. Well, imagine, I mean, if, <laughs> if, if Lionwood Road, you know, was a problem because they couldn't drive the cars. I mean, people... Yes. Remember, I think we yes, have to analyse what, what are cars for us in Gibraltar. For me, I look, look at things, you know, um, objectively. Yeah. The car nowadays was our extension of the living room. We lived with our parents. Yeah. Our parents lived with their parents. There were three generations in one house. If you wanted to go out with your friends or want to have space with your friends or with a girlfriend or a boyfriend or a partner or whatever, you, you had to get a car. Yes. And you would go down to Little Bay yes, and yes, you'd park yes. one beside each other. You couldn't even open the doors and, you, and, you, and you'd have your kebab or whatever you did. And that was, you lived and that, in the car. And that was it. Yeah. Uh, and and that is, and, and with you know, closed fronted days as well, yeah. that was it. So the, the car became part of our DNA. 
Yeah. So when you look at and and those people that went they went to study in the UK or lived in England because of, in the days of the folklore frontier, mm. many families emigrated to the UK. There are a lot of people went to to Shepherd's Bush and, and West London. Mm-hmm. I was born there in London. No, you were born in London. I was born in London. Yeah. Wow. Well, so your mum and dad were there. In Hammersmith, my, dad parents, was, my parents were, were living in London. Yeah, we lived in London. Many I didn't people know left you were Gibraltar. Yeah, well, no, I was, I was born in London. No one's in London. <laughs> I was born in London. My, many people went to live in London to seek opportunities that didn't exist in yeah. those days in Gibraltar, the close frontier. Oh, no. So there was a big community of Gibraltarians over there in, in, in London at the time. So, you know, it's, it's, yeah. And, and, and of course, now, the car, I mean, the, the, the car be, has become so enshrined in us that, as I said, come back to but the same don't point. Don't you think it's just, it's, just, it's too it's too much? It's the car, I don't know. It's, it's too, just, too much, yeah, too It's much. just impossible. It's too much. And there's nothing, I don't know. I mean, you could, Without you, annoying a lot of people. There's many, things you, there's many people. things you can do, but I think I would rather, I would rather uh, initially, yeah. I think. Sort out the let's bicycle give, let's infrastructure. Give, let's give choice. Let's yeah. let's see what people what, what people are capable of. Let's yeah. see what people want to do. Uh, I think when I genuinely believe yeah. that there's a lot of space in the lot of roads, which is hidden, which I know because I've lived the streets, I know where the space is. Okay. So, and, and, and I, I'm working at getting that space and doing something positive with that space remember in UK now there's this move which is called living streets and healthy streets and what they're trying to do in many cities around the world mm-hmm. is to give back the streets to the people mm-hmm. so you see a lot of a lot more, more pedestrianised areas yeah. more green areas yeah. more and, and in fact Paris the entry the, the, the Paris is going to become um, car free the centre Berlin I think they're, they're working on a car free centre mm-hmm. uh, Oxford is pedestrianised completely yeah. the centre yeah, so so it's, it's it's giving and I think this well, was, ours is as well, this, but, as well. well ours we don't is, see very many cars either where? In, yeah, and after seven, where they can go no, up Main but, Street and with Bogo. But this is a tiny road. I mean, mm. we, and people use this to its full capacity for shopping, whatever. And this is why I think Langwell Road was a, was a great extension of making our centre pedestrian. I agree. Um, um, but it was, but it was a, it was a tough, it was a tough ask. And I think, but I think that will, I think in the future, someone will revisit that. I think people, but it needs the change in mindset. I think people, once I, I, I'm convinced, once I start giving options and people can see that they can now go with the children on the weekend on a bicycle and, and, and enjoy the bicycles that they buy the children for Christmas and the birthdays, mm. no one uses because yes. it's too much hassle to stick them in the boot of the car yes. and take them to the lighthouse. You do that once or twice and then you just can't be bothered. We've all yeah. been there. Yeah. And the bicycles sit at the bottom or, yeah, or you, you don't use them. And you don't yeah, use yeah. them. So, but once p- children can use them I, and the new generation, yeah already are, 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 they're changing that's that. where you've got to start yeah and I want to get into schools that's see? where you've got to start I want start. to get into yeah. schools and, I'm, yeah. and I've got my stuff that I've got a very small team have you got a good team working with you I've got you? a good team but I've got a very small team Okay. So um, I, it, it is a struggle to try to, to do everything. Mm. So, and this is where we are at the moment. We, 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 we just don't know. It's like, you know, like moving, trying to move too much at the same time. Mm. Uh, and you just can't move um, with everything at the, at the same time. It's, are, you, it's, are you happy being the Minister for Transport? I love being the well, Minister you're not going to Because no, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm extremely happy. It's what you like. I remember well, having it, a conversation with you this summer at Sandy Bay. And you yeah. were like, I really want, because you weren't yeah. the Minister of Transport yeah, then. Know, and yeah, you yeah. said to me, that's, it's my Passion, it's yeah, my it became, absolute passion. It became. I love it. Yeah, yeah. It, because it became. And then, but you know, the funny thing, it's still 
includes my background because my my background is a health it's background. It's healthy. Yeah, and by and, and transport is one thing that makes us unhealthy. So by targeting and tackling that, yes, I can you're, reverse. You're going back to your. I'm yeah because I can because it's it's so, through activity yeah. Yeah. we reduce obesity, we yeah. reduce diabetes, we reduce blood pressure, we yeah. extend the, our, our years of life. It helps with mental illness. Yeah, it it, it it helps. It helps with with everything. All it helps with everything. with everything. So you've got the right idea. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, so I'm. I feel. I feel better now that I know all this. To be honest, and I hope other people are listening because you look like you do. You, you, you sound like you do. I, Paul. I, de- I'm definitely I, convinced. Man. I, I. I just need my biggest problem is time. I don't have time. Yeah. And time is. We say four years. Four years is as you get older, especially four years is nothing. Yeah. Things take a long time because, for example, to, when it comes to being transparent and fair, nowadays the systems in the civil service are, are geared they towards take... fairness and transparency. So, yeah. if I want to buy, you know, this telephone, okay, I need to seek the three quotes or five quotes. Okay, you can't just to, go and buy the one you want. Just buy what okay, you want. And then, and then, and then you got to, you got to, It goes up for tender or It goes up for tender. So it's a, it's to, a palaver. There's a, well... But a procedure. But otherwise, if you don't do that, then you always go for Apple or you always go yeah, for, yeah. for for Android. You know, you it, that is the way that it needs to be. But things, a project very easily takes six months. Yes. And in a four-year term, six months yes. will give you eight small projects. So we're going to have an election this year? I doubt it very much, but, really? I'm, not, but I'm not the chief minister. No. See, the chief minister is the person, he's the only person who, who has... Who will decide. Who will decide. And that is mm. the, the one gift that he has. He has many <laughs> gifts. Gonna... He has many gifts, but the, that is one thing which is gifted to him. He is the only one who can know, decide. Who can that. decide. Okay. And, it's, and it's, it's whenever he thinks strategically is the best time. Okay. So I've got a few questions that I've got to ask you. I've written them down. Nothing to do with politics. First of all, you love paddleboarding. Yes. So... Have you always loved paddleboarding or have you just got no. into it? You've got into it recently. No, I remember having gone on one of my holidays to Ibiza yeah. um, with the family. Because I'd gone to Ibiza as a younger person, as a young mm. man. And I remember having loved the island but hated the nightclubbing. Mm. I was never, I was a, when it came in Gibraltar, when the cool, when cool blues, four mm. o'clock was just too much for me. I, I by, by 2.30, I had, had enough. enough. I stayed till four and then I was shut the next day. So okay. for me, when I went to Ibiza with my friends um, and we went to nightclubs a couple of days, in fact, we were all looking forward to Friday because we had this, because you know, in Gibraltar, Friday is a night. Mm. Well, every single night is a Friday. When we got Friday, we were so exhausted. There was only three days before that, um, that we fell asleep in the afternoon and we woke up and we said, it's four o'clock in the morning. We said, we've wasted our lives. We've fallen asleep on a Friday. Um, and I just couldn't handle it anymore. So I go with my friend. I said, look, let's rent a, a motorbike, a little scooter, and let's go and see the island. That's what we did. We went to all the calitas, the beaches, and it was beautiful. And I've gone back with my family a number of, I, I, th- I think it's twice we've gone back. Um, and he says, it's a, a beautiful place. We went mm. on those trips where we did a, an activity afternoon and it involved a paddleboard. And I thought, what a stupid sport. <laughs> I thought it's like a, it's, it's like surfing with a stick. It, it didn't, and the paddleboard was heavy. It was a clumpy yeah. paddleboard and it didn't move. And I thought, and I, I didn't and have And then you balance. have to balance. It's quite thought, hard to what do. what a stupid thing to do. My daughters were cliff, were cliff jumping as part of the activity. And I was on this board and I thought, I hate it. Yeah, uh, and it's and, and and Gina loved it, and I hated it. And then <laughs> after that, you know, Gina did a few more times in in Gibraltar. And we went to Sandy Bay. People were paddleboarding, mm. and we tried it. And then one you year, got into it a bit. Well, more. Gina decided once she saw a board, she loved it. it was like a wooden board. I wanted, I wanted. I said, well, I bought it for your birthday. Yeah. So I bought it for 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 her birthday. And she didn't use it much, and I just started using it. Oh, and then, so you ended up. And then I ended up using it, and then, it's just so, so peaceful. So it's amazing. Mm. I. I 
I don't own a boat. I get seasick on a boat, and yeah. so I, I'm on. A, I'm so I'm like on a quasi boat, um, but it's propelled by I, myself. I propel it. You don't get seasick. So there's no fuel. No, no, no I, sometimes I sometimes if the if it's quite very wavy. If it's quite wavy, you go out like me bit. all year round. Because I go swimming on go Sunday out. in the morning, and there you are on your paddleboard. Yeah, I've been. I, I'll go out in January and and. Con frío todo. Yeah, and I look, I don't really use. No. I just use my shorts. Yeah, but it's well, like Stuart be, Holmes as well. Day. Stuart Holmes has these tights his that he has clothes. underneath his, his clothes. I haven't, his I haven't got clothes. Uh, I have. I've now got a, a t-shirt and stuff. But again, you haven't bought all the gear. I haven't. No, no. But no. your camper van is kitted out pretty, pretty neatly. No, it's Quite not even. Cool. In fact, no? my camper van now has been out of action for a year. Really? I was going to ask you, where do you go with your camper van? No, for a year and a half. But it's, it's, it's fifty it's years very old. Very cool. Is it fifty? It's an original Volkswagen camper van. And wow. the camper van is just really, it's, it's because I love transport and it's, it's my, it's the, well, something I've always loved, but, but it's, it's now it's in a garage and it's been there. It's been with one mechanic for a year mm. and now it's been with another mechanic for another month. Okay, so, You've but got to get it going. It's, it's just a beautiful thing. It's part of, I think it's all part of, I mean, I'm... Of I, your style, of your lifestyle. I've got to ask you one more thing. It's a bit of a difficult question. But when the East Side Project, do you think it's going to affect the paddle borders? What do you think about that? See, I don't know the extent of. Uh, I've seen a few plans, but again, if, mm. if you think about it, we go around uh, along the rocks, so we we go around the coastline, no. Mm. So when that, we, we but lose, you stick to the you stick, we'll to, stick the, to the shore to, to the, the coastline. Shore. So yeah, we, to so the coastline. It, it just means that we're going to go further out, yeah, and we're going to well, we're going to explore different areas. I, I don't yeah. know. I don't know the effect. You of, see it as an opportunity rather know, than a negative. I don't know how to, what I wouldn't. What I'm a bit more concerned is what happens to the other side and um, to the south side of of the Caleta Hotel. Mm. Because there, the, it's because the that is natural coastline. Yeah. The reclamation of that natural coastline, coastline was lost many years ago, yeah. as we st- as as they started using that place to to for, for building materials. Mm. But the the other side, that is is still natural coastline, and that's beautiful because there are little coves and beaches, and we go paddleboarding just to explore in in between the rocks. No, mm. so I don't think that, see as I said the, the 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 reclamation will. Again, there may much. even be because because there's plans for a marina. Yes. We'll probably be paddling Can within. Go through. So we'll probably go within the marina and we'll probably okay. go. Well, I uh, hope so. To be, if you get a chance and you get in, you can get your word in there. Just think of the paddle boarders who like the who like going around there. I think I think it may create if you other opportunities. You can put your tuppence into the conversation. Yeah, but I think I, at I think high I, level, I think it would be it, it'll be opportunity because you'll be able to I hope so. paddleboard within. Because we it's it's a lovely it's a lovely area to paddleboard. Yeah. All it's beautiful. Well, when I paddle the reclamation, it's extremely monotonous because it's just one long, very long bit of groin. It's just yeah. it's just, just clumped rock. This is not natural coastline that you get around Miami Beach, Blackstone mm. Cove, all the way to the submarine jetty, Gorham's Cave. All of that is beautiful. Mm. But that stretch between Catalan Bay and Sandy Bay is monotonous. It's long and it's and there's not Some... much there's not much to it really. No. No, I, I I just find it uh, for me. It's just mm. I just want to get past it quicker. Okay. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Tell me about the beard. Mm-hmm. So, how do you have soup? Does it? How... Good good job. I don't like soup. Okay, so that's the, right. the only soups that I have is gazpacho. Okay, and, and this bula beast that my mum would would makes... and I, I I have it. And I make an awful mess. Okay, because what about hard. kissing people? What about kissing your wife? Doesn't that get in? Doesn't doesn't bother? No, no. well, I, no. My, remember, I'm my, sure it's a question loads of people want to ask you. Well, no, my, so my wife you. loves the beard. So okay, so that's I, good. I, and I have the supports of, of your my family, family and the girls because I, with all the hassle I've received because of my beard, <laughs> and you know that Michelle, the amount of, the amount of stick I've so had because. 
because that is something we have in Gibraltar. We, it, we something is quite rude. No, it's like, it's very personal. Not to ask, well, what do you like? They ask Gina a lot. Oh, what do you say about your husband? Because beard? people are like that here in Jib. Yeah, they ask. It's, mm. like, it's like people trying to convince you that you should shave. No, but you do whatever and, you and, want. And what happens is that no one gives. The, it's the opposite effect. When someone's when when you're a child and your dad says, "Don't touch that," mm. you're not touching it. Mm. So we, well, we it's say, your trademark now. No, a little bit. I suppose so. I mean, yeah. I, I I love my beard. Um, it's it's a lot of work. Is it a lot of work? It is a lot of work because well, I, and I'm really lazy when it comes to my beard. Are you very vain? No, it's just, I'm. No. A, in fact, I'm extremely lazy. But it's a lot of work because <laughs> the moment you go to the hairdresser quite a bit. Because, Do you really? Yeah, because it goes everywhere. It becomes bushy. Like is bushy, it quite? Like you've got very curly hair. It, yeah, it's really hard. So really your beard really. is quite bushy. So what do you do? You put balm or something on it. I don't. Again, I'm lazy. I don't use my. What do you go to a barber here? And he does. I it go for to you? the barbers. In fact, I've Love gone. It. I've gone to many barbers when I've travelled. Or yeah, I've I just s- go to whatever barber and yeah. You know, it's just, there's a whole. There's a whole thing. But not everyone. Not everyone knows how to. Do it beers. properly. Have you found someone in Jib who can do it? Mm, I haven't found someone in Jib who can Ooh, do it. Who can do right. it? I mean, you know, like, like being I want, honest there. it's very difficult. It's very difficult. Again, they all mm. have their own styles, mm. but again, it's very personal. It's, mm. it's a very personal um, feeling when it comes to the beard. So I do go to Jib to have a, to have. A, I do mm. cut my, my beard in Jib. Yeah, I do. Sometimes I do it in Spain. Sometimes yeah. I do, if, I, if I if I go and visit my daughter in Liverpool, I do it in Liverpool. I've I've, I've had a haircut in a beard trim in London. I've had one in Barcelona. <laughs> I've had a Everywhere, everywhere. So everyone not, everyone knows the Balvan beard. I'm snobby when it comes no. to... I Who stick does to the same it? person. I'll, okay. I'll try people out. But you have to use product in it every day? No, I don't. No, tampoco? No, I don't. Okay. No, I, I, I'll, I'll brush it. And uh, sometimes I do use a bit of balm. But the okay. oils make it very itchy. I don't, oh. I, so I won't, I won't... But it smells nice. Yeah, I, I wash it. Every, you have to go to wash it every day. And that's the mm, most important and that's thing. that's it. And then... Okay, and then yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for being very honest about yeah. your beard. And everything else. I've really enjoyed chatting with you. Um, and I hope everybody else has. I've got to ask you two other questions to finish. Yeah. First question is, if you had a song that has gone with you through life, something that you, when you're feeling down, you put on or something that, you you know, that perks you up or like like a theme song. What would you? What would it be? You see, I don't think I love lots of different types of music, so it's difficult for me to pinpoint, you know, songs. But I, I one thing that brings back a lot of memories are the days of of Cornwall's, you yeah. know, and Hotel California. California, yeah, you were going to say that, like, you know, a bit of a bit yes. of a bit of die straight. Yes. I'm not. I, I will listen to everything. In fact, I will even listen to to um, trendy music uh, and very modern music. If I'm cycling, what do you I, listen to? Because you've got your earplugs in. Yeah, all the time. yeah. If, I, if I'm cycling, I listen to things which are upbeat. If I'm if I'm cycling. So you're listening to music? I listen to music, yeah. You don't listen to podcasts? Well, you're going to listen to this one now. (laughs) Yeah, but but it was not something that wouldn't inspire me to pedal faster podcasts. Okay. So Ah, so that's what what you're going for when you have... I need the beat in me to be able to to move. Sometimes what I do, because obviously um, having earphones, in Spain you're not allowed to have earphones. So um, I have them quite low, but what I do is I take my boss with me and I just listen to the music. And now the very last one. Describe me in three words. In three words. Well, I think you're. I think you're very, very bubbly. Yeah. I think you're very easygoing. Yeah. And I think you're extremely friendly. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. That's it. We're done. We've been talking for nearly an hour. But yeah. I knew that was going to happen. It's been. It's been fun. How, no? how long is the podcast going to be? Thirty minutes. This one's going to be an hour. So gonna to, Everyone's going to have to put up with listening to you for a whole hour. Oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> I hope they enjoy. Yeah, I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. (laughs) 
You've been listening to season one of On the Sofa with Rouge, where I've chatted to many different extraordinary, ordinary people. Season two is already in the making and is called Women Rising. I'll be talking exclusively to women, extraordinary women, inspirational women, about their lives and their loves, their struggles and their successes, and their emotional journeys. Don't miss it, coming to you soon on your favourite listening platform. Thanks always to my producer, Charlie Hurst. You can catch him at soundunit.co.uk. And also a big thanks to Beatrice Garcia for designing and painting the podcast icon. You can catch her at beatricegarcia.com.